All right. Well, this door opens on a uh, 30 foot by 30 foot room with a couple of alcoves in which you can see uh, very large statues of dudes on horses holding swords. And in the center of the room is a very, very large brazier uh, with uh, crystals embedded in the rim that is currently uh, a light with a pure black flame. Oh, wait, I think that's the thing that we got to throw the gems into once we found all of them. <laughs> is that a thing into a black flame? Yep. Okay. So we're coming back here then. <laughs> uh, there's also a, uh, two doors to the north and uh, one elaborate door, uh, one of those doors that looks like the Forge Master has made, uh, to the south. What's the door? Like, what's engraved on the door? Would you say it's a Blood Queen? <laughs> Yeah, I would actually say it is a blood queen. It is an ethereal, beautiful, uh, ethereally beautiful woman uh, tilting back a severed head and drinking blood. Cool. Big, uh, big, big, big bath anywhere? Uh, no. Blood countess or blood queen? I guess that's an important distinction. Bl- blood, blood countess. I think he might refer to her as blood queen, but blood countess is the correct okay. uh, terminology. Great. I got to look out the proper terms of address for a countess. Hang on. Uh, your grace? No, that's an earl. No, that's, your grace is a duke or an earl. Uh, I think it might just be, hang on, carry on. (laughs) Well, now I kind of need to know. (laughs) Artie probably would actually know that. Because he's a prince? I don't know what you're talking about. They're dressed, an earl and a countess, they're the same rank. A countess is married to an earl, and the proper address is... Sir or ma'am. That's lame. Or your lord or lady. Okay, lord yeah. or lady. Sure. Lord or lady, and then whatever the title is. Well, if you guys want to, like, poke around this room for ten minutes, I'll I'll do a prayer of healing. That sounds excellent. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> Mr. Hurst is doing okay, actually. I could happily just sit on the floor and think about life until you <laughs> finish your prayer. Just snuggle with Nomper. Artie sits in a corner. He's not touching anything. <laughs> He's in a bad way, I'll be honest. Well, I didn't roll super well, but everybody at least gets 11 back, and like, you know, we could we could take a short rest. I'm pretty sure we've all got a lot of hit dice. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, it seems relatively That's a really good idea. Relatively. Yeah, we, I mean, look, if you hit the rest button, it will say, you can't rest here. There are hostiles nearby. <laughs> No, but you can take a short rest. That's fine. Oh, I can song of rest this shit, right? Wait, what? <laughs> Cacophony gets out her veal and starts playing some music, so everybody also gains three additional HP. Thank you. You're welcome. Cool. Uh, all right. So far, burning black flame. Brazier, doors to the north, door to the south. Well, I don't really want to go south yet. <laughs> you want to save the Countess of Blood for later? I want to go home, but I also want to go home alive. I want to <laughs> keep my blood inside. I'm I'm nervous. I've heard about blood countesses. I am I am in particular nervous for me. Have you? I read books. <laughs> oh, blood countess. They never want tea. Only biscuits. Biscuits. Don't they usually just want to like bathe in the blood of virgins? I just yeah, got which it. Which is why they don't. <laughs> there you go. Well, they're mostly. Well, I don't know about Alviva and Jill, so it's all you two. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, I'm fine. I figured you were fine too, Audie. You all told me that Alviva's first kiss was with the corpse flower. <laughs> yeah, we have so established I should that. certainly hope. <laughs> just gonna just look away and very, just very studiously look at one of these other doors. <laughs> Oh, so it is up to me and Cacophony. That's fine. Yeah, we're fine, Artie. Is Artie, though? How dare you, sir? <laughs> oh, that was, quiet that was real being mad. <laughs> the quiet voice of Kronos echo- echoing through the castle. Oh, wait, it, oh, wait, I have to crack. How dare you, sir? Uh, all right, wait, that's right. He's opening? a teen again. He's a teen again. So would Artie? I don't know. What's Does Artie's backstory like? Does it count, though? <laughs> Does it count? <laughs> I don't even want to start addressing How do you that question. In a world without baseball. Listen, <laughs> listen. Rio and I have had extensive conversations about Artie's sexual experience, <laughs> and what doesn't does not quote unquote count. 
<laughs> Great. And? It's a secret. So what's in this door? <laughs> I can at least rest easy knowing that I'm fine. Which door? The center or the left? The center. Aviva doesn't know what's happened with her life for large periods of time. It's just a regular, uh, like, wooden door. that It has a lock, but it does not appear to be locked. Just very easily uh, would open if you turn the knob. Hey, who wants to check this for traps? Just real quick. I would love to just not be in this room right now. That'd be great for me, personally. I, I'm, I'm ready to move on from the conversations that have occurred in here. I'm not, does it count? <laughs> I don't want to know that question. I'll look at the door. Thank you. I'll look at it real hard. Thank you. With a 22. Okay. For your old pal, Juliana. It yeah. appears to be just a very, very, extremely normal oak door that you could just pop right open. No traps. The lock is, is clearly unlatched. I open it. Uh, yeah. Leads to uh, a, a short flight of stairs leading up to uh, a hallway that hooks off to the right. I don't like that hallway. <laughs> let's, let's not. I just want to get it over with. I go no, up the stairs. No. Mm, 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 <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. I uh I've got right, a, Do you have a light source? Yeah, she's she's had light on the on that on one of her swords. Yeah, okay. we like, can recast Let's just it. assume that I've been re-upping that whenever it goes out. Yeah. I will poke my head around the corner. I won't just like stride in. I'm not Everyone that except hardy. for Artie has dark vision, so Mr. Hurst does not have dark vision. I'm a human. Leads to a uh, very long hallway, 10 feet wide, um, maybe about 100 feet long, probably. Oh, you this. can see there appears to be a uh, like a sprung pit trap there in the middle. Is it did a slide, Did we fall down press? a pit? We didn't. I did. Think so. Not that one. I Not imagine one. there's like um, one of those stones, the big boulder that rolls and will shove you into that pit. I go back down the stairs. <laughs> Let's try door number two. I don't appreciate you trying to guess what my influences are. Like, what I'm ripping <laughs> off for this adventure. Uh-huh. Uh, this door also appears to be fairly normal, but it is locked. I try and unlock it. Uh, okay. I got a nine. <laughs> oh, wait, I have advantage? Is that what yes. my gloves do? Okay. Uh, I got exactly a nine again. <laughs> that d- doesn't unlock the door. Hmm. Does Cacophony want to give it a shot? Uh, you hear a slight uh, shifting as though someone is rubbing stone across stone behind you. Oh, statue. Statue in hell. <laughs> <laughs> statue. What are the statues doing? I mean, the statues are no longer entirely symmetrical. You thought they were before, but you didn't like, take a really close look. Looks like maybe this one here on the left has uh, raised its sword a little bit higher. Arturus is behind them. He These are definitely does... going to awaken and try to kill us. FYI. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Can we not? Goat, eat the statues. <laughs> All right. Can you just give that door another crack? And if it doesn't work, let's just let's just go... Talk to the blonde, blonde queen. <laughs> anybody? Is anybody going to do something at that door? Anybody want to go through a door, unlock a door, <laughs> look at a door? Cacophony tries the door she's by. Yeah, that's the one that was locked. Yeah. Um. So she gets still out locked, her- Still very locked. She gets out her thieves tools and tries to unlock it. Okay. 26. Yeah, you have to lock fairly easily. <laughs> she opens Barnes. the door. Uh, yeah, the door leads to a, uh, staircase that leads up into darkness. Ominous. Very similar staircase to the other ones. Same kind of narrow staircase leading up. I'm going to the top, I guess. Peeking through. I don't have any feelings (laughs) about that one. It goes up a significant amount and then kind of ends at a, uh, barred, uh, what looks like the other side of that cellar door back to the Forge Master's place. Oh. Uh, with a bar across it. I lift the bar and I just open it up and I call, Hi, Forge Master! Uh, you hear a shuffling of books and nothing. <laughs> 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 and I wander back downstairs. Alright, you're back downstairs. So let's go through the south door. Yeah, let's get it over with. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna suck. We just gotta do it. The south door is recognizable as a door. 
uh, because you have seen other doors of its type elsewhere in the castle, but does not seem to have an opening mechanism on this side. No knob, no keyhole, uh, no hinges. Swamp blood. Does it have a bit where blood would go? Yeah, it probably does. It probably wants Actually, blood. Actually, no. <laughs> really? You sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, d- I did create it with my brain, so yes. <laughs> Arturo's knocks. There is a sound of knocking on a solid metal door. Uh, but no, there is no answer. Tunk, tunk, tunk. Shall we go up the middle one? The pain hallway? Yeah. <laughs> the pain hallway. The hallway full I mean, of pain. Yeah. It has the... And more pain. Yeah. I think I think was the inscription on the other side of the hallway, in the door, in the basement. I wonder if the hallway is just another way to get here, though. I mean, I've got a pretty good idea of where the hallway goes, because I'm looking at the map, and I'm <laughs> yeah. looking at the 15-foot stretch of darkness before it opens up into a door in the crypt area, so... Yeah. I think we have to solve the door puzzle. (laughs) Man, I hate door puzzles. Well, I'm not pricking my finger again. That ended badly for me last time. There's not even a door puzzle. I don't know why you guys are mad at me at this point. (laughs) Arturus goes up to one of the knight statues and says, I would like to speak with your lady. (laughs) Huh. Uh, nothing happens. Hey, Chris, Done. you know that scene in Blazing Saddles where Mongo punches out the horse? Yes. <laughs> that, please. <laughs> All right. Roll, roll. I mean, it's a statue, so just roll damage, I guess. <laughs> Hang on. It's 2d6 plus 4. How tough is, is Mr. Hurst? I, always, I didn't really think of him as a tough guy. <laughs> He's a gift. <laughs> he seemed to me more like a like the soul of a poet. He has a gun. <laughs> he does have the soul of a poet, but he also has the right arm of a linebacker. So <laughs> that's true. I mean, I've got I've got the gift card out here. Strength plus four. Uh, yeah, you punch that statue. It chips the stone, uh, but nothing else seems to happen. Your hand does hurt. <laughs> yeah, Mister Hurst just kind of shakes out his hand and goes, "Hmm." Cacophony looks at the purple flames. Black flames. The black flames. And then she looks at the door. They're purple in my heart. So she looks at the purple flames and then at the door. Oh, that means the Sanderson sisters are alive again. Black flame candle? No? Okay, mm-hmm. moving on. No, I get- Did you light it? You don't need to know that. <laughs> and then she moves up here. And... I'll leave a move. Okay. <laughs> and she's going to try and do a fan to get the flames over that way. What? I do not understand what you are doing. I am getting a big fan, and I'm trying to use wind from the fan to push the flames toward the door. Guys, have we considered that we could just go upstairs and find another way to go downstairs? No. That is also a possibility. (laughs) You could also go up into this hallway, which seems to be a place you have not been yet. Oh, a perfectly normal hallway, Christopher? A perfectly. Does everyone have anyone have a torch? No. Probably. Yes. Thank you, Aldiva. Can I borrow your torch? Can we just Yes. Uh, Cacophony takes the torch, lights it with black flame, and then presses it against the door. Why would that work? Oh, for God's sake. Why would that work twice? It's a one-way door. <laughs> the torch also doesn't light in the black flame. <sighs> okay. I, I I quickly run up the stairs to where the forge master is and yell, Hey! Forge master, can you hear me? Yeah, yes. The door down here to the Blood Queen. Can we go through it? Or is it like a one-way door? The one with the carving? Yeah. And the hinges on the other side? Ah, I see where this is going. (laughs) No doorknob? No doorknob. Yeah. Just the carving. You're looking at the side that just has the carving. Yeah. Yeah, you can't open it from that side. Great, let's go. (laughs) Where do we go to open it? I mean, there's only there's only two directions from which you can approach most doors. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I run back down. <laughs> okay, guys. I can't open it. Great. <sighs> okay, well, let's well, go. I either want to go fall down that pit in the hallway or go back upstairs. 
I think we should go back upstairs. Back upstairs sounds I good. Think you go the hallway. Mr. Ursa Schultz is still shaking out his hand. <laughs> be a little faster. I think if you went down that hallway. Would it? <laughs> no, the hallway that's going in the exact wrong direction. Would it be? Would it be faster? Chris? Yeah. Is there? Is there? Is there? Is there a, a paladin down there? Maybe down a chute, down a tunnel. Absolutely not. I don't know why you would even say that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's don't 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 conflate. Just a just a gallon being a paladin. It's unbecoming. Okay, are you going back upstairs? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ground floor. Forge master road traps. We gotta find an elevator or something. Uh, yeah, you're the back castle here. from Rocky Horror had an elevator. I feel like that's our standard. <laughs> have we gone down? Have, have we gone? We went up the stairs down by Grail's room, right? Did we go down those? No. Let's okay. go down those. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Let's just. Can we just fast forward to the part where we go down those stairs? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I mean, like, look. I'll, I'll just. I'll just give you a little hint. There is a secret door right here. Yes. <laughs> You mean where so the gigantic the, blood stain is? Yeah, where the blood stains are from the thing that drags corpses around. There's a secret. That door was like right there. three months ago, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Also, how's the flail snail doing? I put visual cues. How's our friend the flail snail doing? He's bonking. I assume those were people who tried to jump for the gem. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a pat on the head. It retreats into its shell. I'm gonna give him approach. a pat on the shell. Uh, okay. <laughs> you you pat. I do. You pat its extremely valuable shell. You're one of the only things in here that isn't terrible. <laughs> I love you, Flail Snail. Bonk. I'm so tired. It, it uh, leans his little head out and gives you a little bonk. <gasps> I love him. We should take him with us. Yeah, after. do you think we have room on the Kestrel for a Flail Snail? We can't. Don't have room on the Kestrel for the Flail Snail and Dewey, your card catalog. Dewey's very small. And the corpse flower. Well, we're not taking the corpse flower. We're not taking the corpse flower. Dewey's very small, though. Uh, He is. Everybody walking across the middle of this room? No! Through the edge. We know the deal. Watch around the edge for fast forwarding. Okay, fine. Wait, (laughs) we're not going through the hidden door? We went through the hidden door to get through here. It's fine. There is a portcullis down across this hallway. Oh, yeah, that's why we didn't get There's a suit of armor. There's a door behind you leading to the drawing room that is uh, hanging slightly open. Uh, you hear a ghostly voice from within go, How's it going, guys? <laughs> Bad. Not great. Yeah, it usually does. Sorry. <laughs> You're doing really good, though. Hey, Grail, how are you doing? I mean, I'm in eternal torment as a spirit bound to this awful place, so... Fine? Do you know any Hothagoss? Uh, girl's head pops out the door and goes, <laughs> Yes! <laughs> I'm all yours! I'll tell you the hot goss if you draw another card. Okay. Oh my god. No! No! <laughs> no! What if Nopper drew a card? Nopper starts going in. What if Can Nopper draw a card? Oh my god. <laughs> No. Oh. No. Company goes in. <laughs> oh, I no. mean, I could throw a card. No, you. I don't think that the last one went so well for you, buddy. <laughs> it's oh. not incredibly bad. Where did I leave my card? I don't know. actually <laughs> went really well. You haven't seen guys. Your, no, your face. guys, we're so close. <laughs> All right, I have the I have the cards. If anybody, company reaches to out and draws one. No. Oh god. We only All need right. one. Hang on, I gotta pull up my notes to see what, what the cards do. <laughs> I don't even remember what my card was. Uh, your card made, uh... No, that was another card that was my card, card drew. Yeah. You lost your diamond. You lost your diamond. Oh, that's but we right. got it back. Yeah, I'm not drawing anymore. Ooh! Uh, Grail, uh, uh, pulls out a card for you and lays it on the table and goes, It's a good one. I told you there were good ones left. What are good? <laughs> what, what are they? What is it? What to do? Uh, you got the artifact. Ooh. Uh-huh. Sounds good. A cartoonish treasure chest appears I love uh, it. on the table between you. I lightly tap it because I expect it's a mimic. Uh, it is not a mimic. Okay. It is a cartoonish treasure chest. I open it. Roll a d100, please. Ooh. Ooh. 88. Ooh. Nice. Uh, 88. <laughs> I was hoping that's Uh-oh. what it would be. You get, uh, within is a small, uh, cloth bag. Is this bag of holding? 
It's a bag of beans. What? What? Go on. It's a, it's a bag of beans. It's got it's got three d four beans in it. Are they magic beans? What do beans do? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, they're magical beans. Hell what yeah. do beans do? Oh. Uh, each creature in the area, including you, if you dump the beans on the ground, each creature, including you, must make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw, taking 5d4 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful save. The fire ignites all flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried, and if you remove a single bean from the bag, plant it in the dirt or sand, and then water it, the bean produces an effect one minute later from the ground where it's planted. The DM can choose an effect from the following table, determine it randomly, or create an effect. That was a lot of words. Bean do magic thing. Yeah, do magic thing. Or it makes a bunch of fire. <laughs> yeah. I can make a tree ant. Oh, it is chaotic evil and starts attacking sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you can I make Veli a friend. So with that in mind, Grail, Goss. Grail puts the deck down and leans on her hands and goes, okay, so who have you met? Uh, we've met the Forge Master. We met Matilde. We're on our way to meet the Blood Countess. Okay, so, like, Forgemaster um, totally has a crush on Matilde, but, like, that's why he made her the dog, but he's, like, he won't, like, actually say anything, he just, like, keeps making things and, like, sending them up. Yeah. And, like, he tries to send up invitations for her to, like, come down and join him in the, the forge, because he's, you know, working all the time, which is weird, because he doesn't have any furniture, like, he doesn't sleep or do anything but work the forge and, and I guess, read sometimes. Yeah. Um, and Matilda, you know, she's got, like, the nice little apartment with the bed. Um. I mean, it's been described to me. I can't really go up there. And she kind of points to the room and she's like kind of stuck here. But, you know, I hear things. So Blood Countess, she's down in the basement. Uh, catacombs, I guess. Basement? Basement. 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 Uh, basement. Uh, dungeons. Uh, so she's got a thing for the Forge Master. Like, she was like, hey, why don't you build like a stairway that leads up to your place from my place? And like, maybe we can hang out sometime. So he did. But then, like, she uses that to kind of go up and like steal those little invitations to keep them from getting to Matilda. We knew that was happening when he told us that he tried, but she just <laughs> never replied. We knew it. Called it. Yeah, Cacophony got that on one. Uh, Grail holds up the deck and goes, I have the even better part if you want to draw one more. Me, <laughs> me, I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, I, I actually have pulls. So, Grail, just a little gossip for you that might help. Um, I actually have one of the invitations in my bag that I'm going to deliver to Matilde for him later, so can't tell the Blood Countess about it. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god. Let me know what happens, please. You got it, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, does Artie want to draw a card? Yeah, Artie draws. <laughs> Artie draws. Uh, let's see. This one is the priest. A priest? I we have a priest. She's over there. Well, yeah. Uh, she might actually approve of this one. Um, until escaping Castle Kronos, you can no longer lie or in any way conceal what you're feeling at any given moment. <laughs> I've <laughs> never. That's fair. I don't uh, think that's going to be much different for us. I feel like that's pretty much our Tauros. Oh, but he can't lie. Ooh, I've never lied. <laughs> you can't actually say that. Ah, <laughs> oh, balls. <laughs> You've lied a lot, just badly. Grail uh, leans forward and, like, motions you all to lean leans forward. forward. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh -huh. Matilda and the Blood Countess used to date. <laughs> so I wonder how come they aren't just starting, you know, a polykill sort of a thing? Yeah. Oh, because uh, the, they had a really bad Oh, breakup. that would do it. I don't know why what my accent suddenly became What are you doing? I, <laughs> I just felt Cacophony, like changing my doing? my my accent. Did you just suddenly try to channel Arturos there? What's happening? No, I, I was actually I was actually switching to Ava slash Kaecilia's accent. That you are neither of those characters, Mackenzie. No, I'm not. I don't know why my brain switched to him. How bad was the breakup? Oh, terrible. What was it about? Mainly it was about these adventurers who showed up. Um mm -hmm. and it like started with Matilda being like, I want to turn him into statues. And then Blood Countess was like, No, I want to turn him into this skeleton monstrosity that I've been working on. Oh, and Matilda was like, You no always need all the adventurers to build your skeletons. And uh Blood Countess was like, Well, you always build statues. And then it just like all of their differences, like it just escalated and escalated and escalated until they were shouting at each other. And uh it like destroyed the third floor. This was a while back. But yeah, it was pretty bad. So wait, and now each of them have do does Mathil have a thing for, for the Forge Master, or is this just a straight up like triangle in, in single directions? Uh unclear. Is it the triangle or an angle? 
No, I'm saying, th- well, it would be a triangle, right? Because because Forge Master likes Mathilde. Mathilde, yeah. uh, hmm. now I yeah. see your Forge no, Master is into Mathilde. Blood Countess wants to prevent them from getting together. Uh, and I think she thinks Mathilde is into the Forge Master, but I don't know if he, like she actually is. But she's like, you know, if, you know, I'll just take him so you can't have him. Mathilde uh, did ask for the about the King. Forge Master and the... And the- you know, those, they really ought to destroy a threesome, honestly. They should. What was I that agree. about the skeleton? Was the oh, skeleton the, in the mix? Oh, yeah, skeleton yeah, there's, monstrosity. There's the Skull King? Uh-huh. Oh, the Skull King. Oh, for the Blood yeah. Queen. Skull King. He better not be taller. He will be taller than you, Artie. No! <laughs> I don't think he really, like, counts, so... I mean, it's like creating something for yourself, you know, like like getting a doll or something. A dildo. Ew. I mean, honestly, there's only, like, a very small number of, like, sentient creatures in here. Oh, that's Like, true. myself included. Um, so, like, I feel like it is inevitable that all various combinations will eventually happen. That's but, you know, time's true. funny here. Have you ever dated anybody here? That's kind of rude. Uh, she lives in this room. Anybody here? Yes. I'm just saying, no. you're very, you're very beautiful. <gasps> Thank you. No, I don't usually. I don't usually hear that from medium-sized humanoids. That's that's understandable. But I I I happen to think you're lovely, and I just wanted you to hear it. Yeah, I think a lot of people are scared off by like, you know, the the religious stuff. You know what I'm talking about, right, Jill? Huh? People are scared off by that. Yeah, you know they think you know they think like oh she must have taken some kind of vow or oh she must be like really you know super religious. Oh. Uh, but I mean you know, it's it's it, it, I feel like you know a lot of people are very unfamiliar with the worship of Tiamat the dragon goddess. Uh, uh, which huh? <laughs> yeah. So do you want a card? Do you want a pamphlet? <laughs> I'll take a pamphlet if you take a card. No, I'm good. You sure? I feel like you didn't get any good ones, and I feel like you could use a good one. I I really don't think I. Mm, I uh, people people really don't like religious things. Is that a, is that a? I'm I'm I, I'm fine with you. You seem fine to me since we've met here. You don't stand up on a box, so you're fine. Yeah, you've accumulated like multiple boyfriends. I think you're good. I what? <laughs> <laughs> She's got multiple boyfriends. I know. Tell me more, Alviva. No. Grail's uh, eyes are widening. She's like, multiple boyfriends. <laughs> Max would be into that. I feel like we should go find the Blood Countess now. <laughs> Grail, how do we get to the Blood Countess? Do we just go through this this portcullis? Uh, you can go through the portcullis, or there's like um, there's like a way to get there from the from the catacombs. I think. Okay. No. Uh, but. <laughs> I mean, okay, but yeah, you can. Go I imagine the... Mr. Hurst just says no. <laughs> He's waiting very patiently by the portcullis. Okay, let's go to the portcullis. She's like, she's like really dangerous though. Like, are you sure you don't want a cart? We're good. <laughs> we already got the worst one, you guys. Juliana's in a very delicate place right now, and I feel like she could be talked into a card at that point. No. <laughs> so if Max is one, who's the other? What? No. But what will it take to make you stop talking? I don't know. I'm I'm under some sort of spell. I can't stop talking is the thing. Wait, you're dating Max? He's great! No. Who's Max? <laughs> He's like a, a, a handsome wolf prince. <laughs> He's not Ooh. that handsome. He's a d- wolf. Wolf prince. Well, you just he give me a, a card prince. and get back and we'll stop this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop this way. Just give me a card. <laughs> Uh, alright, she flips a card over. Let's see, is this a good one or a bad one? <laughs> it's a bad one. It's a good one, oh. though. Girl's like, ooh, ooh, that's a rough one, buddy. <laughs> uh, she flips over the horseman, and much like she did with Cacophony, is like, try not to take any damage. What? There's the wolfman, the horseman. What? This is a good one. Alright, the girl is gonna shuffle her deck and put it back away. Don't get hit. I just- Alright. Let's let's Look, at let's least, go. At least, at least that part of the conversation's over. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm fine. Everything is fine. Can we just open the door? How does the door open? Grail, fun, buddy. Oh pal? yeah. How does that door open? Grail shrugs and goes. We opened it once. Uh, Did we? Did, Did we? Yeah, because we went down those stairs at one point. 
You didn't go down those up stairs. those stairs. We went up those stairs. We didn't go down you them. You encountered those stairs on the second floor, I oh, believe. Oh, right. But you did not go uh, down them from here. So Cacophony goes over to this statue mm-hmm. and just starts pulling on the limbs. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a suit of armor. Yeah. I think it has a dead body in it. It does have a dead body in it. It does have a dead body. It has a dead body. Just pulling on the limbs. As if they're going to have a lever. Yeah, they don't. (laughs) Can you just lift it, Mr. Hurst? You're very strong. (laughs) Mr. Hurst is going to try and lift the portcullis. Yeah, make a strength check. (laughs) Sometimes it's that easy, folks. (laughs) 19. Yeah, you you lift it up. You you did lift it. Great, let's go! Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, all right, back downstairs. You are in uh, the spiral staircase. Uh, terminates in a narrow, ten foot wide hallway. Blood. Uh, about one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten. About fifty feet long. About halfway through, there are stairs leading down uh, on to the north and south, and there is a large blood stain on the floor. At the far wall, there is a portcullis, and there is a lever set into the wall next to it. Blood? Should hmm. I pull the lever? No. How about someone check the hallway for traps? You know what? I'll be by. Say you do it now. <laughs> okay. Because you have the gloves that will let you stop it. All right. I go and I look. I look real hard. I got a twelve on perception. I don't feel very good about that. You feel very good about there not being any traps in this hallway, though. Seems fine. All right. Let's <laughs> let's go. Now uh, looking looking downstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are uh, on each side there are doors leading uh, down, uh, or the, it, it leads down to uh, these short little landings with doors at each side. There's one to the north, one to the south. Cacophony goes and checks this door for traps. Uh, okay. Twenty one. You do not believe this door is trapped. It is locked. Uh, I'm gonna lockpick the door. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, you open it up. It is unlocked currently. Door opened. This leads into a very strange room. Uh, it looks like it should be um, a dungeon because it's you know divided into cells with portcullises, but each one contains a table uh, with various items on it. Uh, there's one that just has like a big pile of bows, crossbows, arrows, and such. One has uh, blunt weapons. There is a uh, table that's covered in daggers, swords, short swords, long swords. There's a table of exotic weapons, like uh, a whip, a trident, uh, a scythe. Uh, there's a one down here that's all pole arms and one of shells or uh, of shields. Down at the bottom here, there's uh, one that has uh, looks like a frying pan, a ladder, and a loot, and then a uh, a couple of empty tables in this last one, like folding tables. Well, this looks like the party room where you put all your <laughs> stuff for later parties. Well, it's also probably where you're supposed to gear up for this violent, begats, violent, begats, violent shit. Yeah, uh-huh. that's probably true. Uh, I'm gonna go north. You do remember fairly recently seeing all those dead bodies that did not have uh, weapons yeah. or Correct. Uh, items, so. I'm curious about this frying pan. Do any of the swords look magic? <laughs> nothing looks magical. They do, like, nothing's glowing, nothing looks exceptionally well-crafted. They all look like mundane uh, items. Frying pan. Yeah, there's a frying pan in there. I want it. Uh, okay. The, <laughs> the portcullis, or the cell door is locked. It's like a jail cell door. I can help. Cool. You want that frying pan? I'll get you that frying pan. I think I do. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Avi even needs to feel useful. Can you get the loot for me, please? Succeed. Yeah, uh, you mentioned about that lock. It's not, it's surprisingly not difficult, you know. Ta-da! Uh, the door's open. There's a loot, a uh, ladder, and a frying pan in there. Can you get the loot for me? Yeah, sure. And grab that in the frying pan. Yeah, you have a loot and a frying pan. Cool. Ladder, is that some, supposed to be a short joke? Huh? No, it's just, there's a ladder <laughs> in there. <laughs> this other room is just, oops, sorry, uh, it's just a table? It's a couple of tables. It's a couple of folding tables. That's weird. Maybe they have a craft fair. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the kind of tables you would see at, like, a convention or, or a craft fair. Like that kind of folding, like press board table. Juliana tosses the loot to Cacophony. It is a perfectly acceptable loot. <laughs> it's you know, in tune. It's clean. Just write that down in your inventory. Perfectly acceptable loot. <laughs> uh, I'm going to check the north door. 
Have a look at it. The north door is uh, unlocked, perhaps surprisingly. Check for traps. I got a 13. Uh, 13? Yeah. Yeah, uh, no traps that you detect. I open it. Uh, now this is a dungeon dungeon. <laughs> there are cells, uh, some of which have manacles mounted into the walls. Uh, there is a relatively fresh dead body that you believe to be the source of these bloodstains on the floor uh, that has been dragged in here. Uh, it is a uh, an elf of some description. There is a uh, skeleton chained to the wall over here. These two are empty. This cell has a big scorch mark on the floor. This cell has uh, bloodstains on the uh, on the floor. This one just has a pair of manacles and is otherwise empty. And this one has a treasure chest chained to the wall. By Mimic. The okay. Mimic. Don't trust like that. I <laughs> <laughs> play Dragon Quest. Cacophony uh, settles near the bloodstain and looks for for traps. Uh, which oh, which the bloodstain blood in the hallway? Stain? That bloodstain. Okay, give me a perception. Eight. I see nothing. Everything is fine. I mean, it's blood, but you know, a lot uh. of blood around here. Mister Hurst, she says. <laughs> Mister Hurst is right behind you. You don't need to yell. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Would you mind just walking forward and seeing if there are traps that I've missed? Because I don't trust myself anymore. Oh, yeah, sure. And he's just going to happily amble down the hallway. I'll do a perception check for the sake of, like, he thinks. He's just normally checking for traps instead of checking for traps with his shins. But <laughs> <laughs> That's our boy. Which are you going down towards the west here? Um, yeah, I'm going down towards the portcullis at the end of the hall. Solid. He got a dirty 20 on his perception check. Nice. <laughs> detecting traps, but there is something unusual. Um, you can see this portcullis uh, at the end of the hallway. Beyond it appears to be magical darkness. Uh, huh. You can like see that there is another side to it. It's not like quite flush with the uh, portcullis, but it's definitely dark there in a way that it should not be uh, were it normal darkness that will be affected by the light sources you have. Hmm. Cool. And there's a lever here at the end of the hall, right? Yep. Should I throw this lever? Why not? Uh, I have a feeling that might release the bad things. Why huh. not? We have to but, go in there. <laughs> we do have to keep going, so I suppose why not? Yes. Okay. Mr. Hurst is going to amble over to the le lever and pull it. Uh, okay. The portcullis slides smoothly up into the ceiling. So magical darkness, Does how does dark vision interact with that? You can't see uh, anything. Magical darkness is not affected, yeah. What about magical light and magical darkness? Yeah. Generally, they counterspell oh, each other. Wait, 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 It's the space fun helmet. <laughs> we may as well have some fun. Wee woo. <laughs> uh, no invisible creatures are revealed. The magical darkness, again, does not appear to be affected. All right. Who's going first? Mr. Hurst is going to amble forward into the darkness. All right. He's got it. <laughs> He's got the most hit points. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to ride on top of Nomper, by the way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Should probably make a train. Mr. Hurst steps across the threshold. Immediately, you are surprised. It appears that the magical darkness is functioning as some kind of curtain. Yeah, that sounds right. Because you are greeted not only with sights, but with sounds. Ooh. Uh, you're in a very large square room, uh, about 10, 20, 50, 60 feet on a side. In the center of the room is a raised platform with kind of a like low crenellations on top. It's about three feet high. The crenellations are themselves about one foot. It takes up the center of the room. There are, curiously, murals painted on all the walls. Uh, the murals depict a uh, crowd of some kind, cheering, jeering, uh, holding up signs in some cases. Uh, the sort of crowd that you would expect to see at a sporting event or even a gladiatorial arena. There's also a... Uh, those are on three walls, the east, west, and southern wall. The northern wall is actually um, beveled outward towards you, and uh, you can see that there is a raised platform about 15 feet up, upon which are two uh, wooden seats that appear like they might be thrones. Seated 
upon these thrones are two people. One of them is uh, an ethereally beautiful woman who is she's a vampire. She's like yeah, she is uh, dressed yeah. in a vampire costume, essentially. <laughs> uh, next to her is seated a armored skeleton with three heads. Uh, but in the center of the room, occupying the very center of that raised platform, is a four-armed gargoyle uh, with both sets of arms crossed, uh, Goro-style. <laughs> uh, around the platform, the sort of raised platform in the central, are, are uh, broken swords, broken shields, broken weapons of every description, broken tables. Uh, it looks as though there's been some kind of huge amount of destruction that has happened in this room. As you walk in, uh, you hear distant music? Is it good music? It's no, it's kind of like like new metal. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like mid 2000s like new metal. And you see uh the uh vampire woman who you assume she matches the description. This is the blood countess. You see her like clapping her hands uh politely as you walk in. Hello, you must be the beautiful blood countess. Uh, she stands up, and the uh, crowd noise f- from the because oh, there's also crowd noise. The girls <laughs> are making noise. Awesome! Like, ah, gargoyle, gargoyle. It's like chanting. Uh, she like you know the the she stands up, and the crowd pops, uh, and she's like, "Welcome to the battle." Uh, but no, we came here for tea. Uh, n- no, there's. There's no tea. There's a, a battle. No, no. She, like, puts her fists up and kind of, like, moves them like a rock'em sock'em robot. She's like, fighting? Do you know fighting? Cacophony <laughs> looks at the gargoyle. Is it holding anything in its fist? Uh, its fists are all closed, currently. Alright, so the gargoyle has one of the gems we need. Yeah. The, uh, countess claps and goes, very good. Very good. You got it. <laughs> so I have a question. Can, can we skip the whole battle thing if I tell you some hot goss? Oh yes, we have hot girls for you. It's the hottest. She she cocks her side head to the side and goes, I mean I would like some hot goss, but no, you cannot skip the battle. This oh. is not optional. Is this Most like a- of the combat encounters in this castle you have talked your way out of, but this one is mandatory, I'm afraid. Is this one <laughs> Wait, who's talking right now? <laughs> you know who's about talking our talking right out of the- No, that's that's what the blood counter says. <laughs> Hey, How hold on about this? Uh, question. Is this like a is this like a no holds barred free for all? Is this like a one on one? Is this wrestle. like a arm wrestling? It just says a feat of strength or like a testing your strength. Is it like a like what exactly are the rules here? The blood countess walks up to the edge of her uh, race platform and there is a hush over the painted crowd. And uh, she says, the fight will be to the death. I mean, yeah. They mostly are. Uh, Cacophony gets out her viol and starts playing some some. I'm gonna play some fight music, everybody, and starts playing some Final Fantasy fight music. Have we ever actually had a fight that wasn't to the death? I don't think so. Mm, no, honestly, it's, so. it's pretty standard and kind of trite. I think everything's tried to try to like end with us being dead. Most yeah. things are to the death. Yeah. Some things are to the pain, but that's a that's a whole different story. Well, this will this will this will be especially especially to the death. Why? How's it especially <laughs> to the death? So, I, I mean, it's just, you're going to be mega dead, okay? Are we? Is there a difference? I'm pretty sure it's just dead and regular dead. Well, there's there's dead, and then there's you know your soul is trapped here forever, and you're dealing cards to ungrateful adventurers for the rest of your time. That's not really dead though. That's undead. I'm grateful. Grail is gorgeous. I would happily let her deal me cards any day. Gross. <laughs> That's undead, though. That's not really mega dead. I mean, the she's stealing cards. Like, kind of surprisingly, like, wrinkles her nose at you and goes, Grail? Really? Yes. <laughs> she's lovely. She's been one of the few people that have actually been, like, nice to us in any way, shape, or form. I mean, she, she has scales. Yes. Oh, that's not a problem for cacophony. Gross. Super gross. Some of us have scales. What's wrong with it? Yes, you're super gross. <laughs> you're super you gross. You specifically are super gross. Wow. Your face is gross. <laughs> uh, don't make her mad. Let's just... Uh... She's only a countess. She can't talk to me that way. Uh, the <laughs> because you're a skulls... prince? You're a prince, no, aren't you, Artie? I am not a prince. <laughs> the three-headed skull uh, stands up and a booming voice echoes from all three of its skulls that says, 
choose your fighter to enter the ring. Okay, so it is a one-on-one. It is a one-on-one. So yeah, it's a one-on-one. Numper. No. <laughs> well, wait, we need someone. Wait. We need some, We need someone beefy. We need someone beefy who can open those those hands. I'm Mr. Hurst. Are so weapons uh, allowed or not? Giant goat. Everybody else, team huddle. Team huddle. Team huddle. Everybody. <laughs> the, the, no, hold there's up. a hush the over the crowd, and the blood countess goes. The only rule is. There are no rules. Okay, so, oh, we, can, so we can all go. In. So we can all no, go. Okay. There, there are actually, there are actually several <laughs> no, rules. You said no, you, you said, said no rules. You said no rules. But <laughs> well, what are the actual rules? No take backs. No, it's, look, it's one at a time. No, and, uh, like the tag full, out. Are there tag outs? There, you can tag out. Yes. What if he? What if we make him leave the ring? Uh, there will be a twenty-second count for it to return to the ring. Otherwise, it is a DQ. What if it lands on its feet? If it lands, no, it's it's not a it's not a it's not a rumble situation. Coffee, I don't understand what's happening. That's fine. I barely understand what's happening. I'm using my very basic ass beginner's knowledge here. So who's who's gonna get in the ring and fight? Are we trying to kill the gargoyle or are we wrestling the gargoyle? Uh, all right, the gargoyle retreats to the corner, uh, waiting for you to get in the ring. Okay, hold up. First off, everyone, uh, let's huddle. buff the shit. Let's buff the shit out of the hippo, yes. and let's debuff the shit out of the gargoyle. Is yes. it rude to call the, the, the Mr. Hurst the hippo? I'm not really sure what a hippo is, but I'm pretty sure hippo. It feels really rude. <laughs> He's a hippo man. Um, it's like, a, it's like I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call Artie, like, fish. I call him a fish all the time. I call him a fish all the time. I call myself a fish all the time. Everyone, you we're going to say it. At, everyone, as Jill says... Buff Mr. Hurst, debuff the gargoyle. <laughs> Are we all cool? No, we're not. She's playing music. No, hold up, I Mr. Hurst, can we do either of those things? <laughs> if we're not actively in the ring, can we? Uh, can can we still like cast spells on the? On, there are no the rules. <laughs> Don't ask questions. If you ask questions, they will suddenly decide those are rules. Okay, so ranged ranged is good for us. If you ride, Mister Mister Nomper. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided he's a mister now. I think Mr. That's Hurst, true. I just want to say that you are a greatest ho- hope. Have a bardic inspiration, Mr. Hurst. <laughs> Mr. Hurst has a bardic inspiration. I feel like if you're riding on Nomper that that's still only one. Because it's just like a vehicle. <laughs> I, I have a question, too. It's your steed. Nompers is a goat, so goats can eat anything, right? If I use my spices of seasoning on that gargoyle, could he eat that gargoyle? I feel like that would take a while. <laughs> But it would help. Uh, I mean, I guess theoretically, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna bless Mr. Hurst. <laughs> so he has an inspiration and he has a bless. Uh, yeah, so he gets a, uh, he can add a d4 to an attack roll or a saving throw. Cool. <laughs> Any more buffs you want to put on the hippo? I mean, I, I was going to insult the uh, the cargoyle to make it have a harder time hitting. Yeah, that works. I have a potion of healing. Do you want to take it? You want a potion? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hurst takes the potion of healing. I was saving oh, it for oh. a rainy day. Uh, fine. No, that works. I'm sorry. I have nothing for you, Mr. Hurst. I'm just privileged. Uh, the company <laughs> is going to take one of these beans and step forward. Is there dirt or sand around? No, it's a stone floor. Oh, she puts it back in the bag. <laughs> oh, and uh, just just a buff, just a double up. I'm also going to cast resistance on him, <laughs> so he can roll a d4 and add it to a to one saving throw too. On top uh, of that, bless is a bless is a concentration, right? Is resistance concentration? No, resistance is um no. Wait, yes, shit. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Let's be ready to okay. healing word him. Uh, yeah, to a point. I'm worst comes to running. worst, he can tag out. <laughs> I have so few spell slots left. We have not had a sleep in a while. So are we going? Yeah, I think I'm good to go. Are you guys good to okay. go? Uh, yeah. Do it. Go, go team Hurst. Go, go team, team Hurst. Hurst. Go team Hurst. You can do it. Okay, thanks, guys. And he climbs into the ring. <laughs> Fuck him up, Eustace. Fuck him up. <laughs> Fuck him up, Eustace. Fuck him up. <laughs> there is a ghostly voice 
echoing through the room that goes, and in this corner, <laughs> representing the Kestrel, Eustace Hurst. <laughs> Mr. Hurst puts its fists in the air. And there is a mild scattering of applause. Uh, yeah. Suddenly, from the ceiling, uh, descends Krill, who is uh, hastily uh, putting on a ghostly new robe with uh, white stripes. Yes. Not white and black stripes. Cacophony whistles, you know, that whistle. You mean, that's the one. Grail uh, motions you into the center of the ring, uh, where there are several bloodstains, presumably from previous competitors. Okay. He goes, okay, uh, I want I want a clean fight. Relatively speaking. No. <laughs> do, do your best. And, uh, and she turns around and goes, and I heard what you said about the scales. Okay. <laughs> very rude. Oh. And she uh, retreats to the corner, as does the gargoyle. And a bell rings. Roll initiative, everybody. Jam Jammer is performed by Alexi Peppers, Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Rio, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. For more episodes of this show and our other shows, as well as news, check out our website at crookedrussiancamp.horse. Yay! Yay! Go team. All right. And Pam's here. Let's have the goat open that door. Goat, open door. <laughs> goat, open Did door. It. Move that use, use goat on door. <laughs> you don't the see that here. <laughs>